0: And now for something completely different. Here's
1: what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, we're going to use and utilize some Tuesday time. To kind of dive back into the book of Galatians, okay? I've done this uh, once before, and I was like, nah, I didn't like it the way it went. So I'm redoing it, okay? I've been getting the sense that the Lord wants us to focus in on and be a little more concentrated and connected to him, more intimate, and not just going through the motions. So this letter to the Galatians will help us do that. Just by way of setup, Galatians was written by the Apostle Paul, decent date, is somewhere between 49 and 54-ish A.D. It's about 20 years after Paul got converted. It gives you an idea, a ballpark, okay? It's critical to understand the purpose of this writing. This is pretty straightforward. I want you to hear this. Justification is by faith alone. Justification is by faith alone. Salvation is a gift from God. What we have started off with by faith and through the Holy Spirit cannot now be accomplished by our own efforts or by the works of the law. This became a significant argument in the early church, and it remains so today, which is like amazing. But believing that we initiate or finalize our salvation is to deny that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith and our salvation, and that's dangerous thinking. Finally, Paul states, My call is from Jesus Christ. Hey, so is yours. Why that's critical to understand is that the origins of our faith and ministries are in partnership with Jesus Christ. We are not under the subjection of what the world thinks. While there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors, that only applies if the counselors hold wisdom that is biblical, and they are connected to
2: Jesus.
0: David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
1: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations my life's insanities, and so much more. We're asking you, what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at That's david at hemusincrease.org. You can also text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
3: lucky person. You got the number right? Because you are talking to kid a dynamite!
1: Talking to Dynamite D is like the feeling you get when you buy four new tires for your car. Safe.
3: Four new tires is big.
1: Is that bit Like, safe. Like, wow, I'm feeling like I'm riding now. That's what it's like when you talk to Dynamite D. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question. Awesome. Awesome sauce. awesome it's a reference for only a few people will know what that one is. <laughs> and stop
3: you really quick, Dave also and I just thought about it as you was giving it out. Don't forget to give the number out slowly.
1: oh yeah, I gotta remember to do that oh yeah, yeah I'm really bad at it. The- you know what let's just let's just be honest. I'm arrogant okay <laughs> i'm I'm goofy That's i true. i have i have I have a a thin line of gentleness
3: <laughs> interesting sense of humor
1: interesting sense of humor. <laughs> I was dropped on my head when I was a baby, and then I fell on my head when I was 10, so much so they had to put me in the hospital for three days. To, so when they say, did they drop you on your head? Yes. <coughs> and they experimented with drugs on me. So what do you want? Okay. You're getting the best you can get. It turned out
2: pretty good, though.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> I have moments. They're usually between 1.30 and 3. <laughs> Those are the moments. Here's the bottom line. So if you got something you want to share— don't hesitate. Let me let me do that. He's right. I gotta give the phone the the phone out a little, little, little slower. Nine, seven, two. <laughs> I don't think I can do it all the way. <laughs> I was like, it don't have to be that slow. All right. Four, four, five, zero, seven, seven, zero. Now, you might have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. That's cool. Do it. you got to have a prayer request. Awesome. You might have a praise report. Awesome. And the reason I say that is because we join together. You think it was, how could it be awesome to have a prayer request? Because then we can combine our faith. And then when the Lord answers you, we can rejoice together. Like, that's why. And so I want you to catch that and kind of walk with me in that and, and understand that. And then we also do Bible trivia. Here's your trivia question. Get ready. Who asked Jesus to remember him when he came into his kingdom? Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Who said that? Yes, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at org. We're going to shout out to Joanne and Cordelia. Not uh, not just for that, but she did text me a note. We've been praying about something they've been going through for a while, and the Lord has given them some favor, and I just rejoice with them. When they get, the testimony gets set up, they'll share it with us. But she texted me and said things are going good. Da, da, da. It's like, great. I love it when we are working together like this. It's just like it's family. It's the family of God. You're my brothers and sisters. I have a real brother. I love him. I adore him. I don't want to spend five days with him. (laughs) I love him and adore him uh, at a distance. Anyway, I'm just saying, you guys are like my family family, everyday family. All right. Somebody's ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? (laughs)
4: this is anthony d anthony's dad
1: oh hey how are you
4: good how are you
1: i'm doing fantastic i want to thank you for reminding your son to make sure that i say that the number's slower cause, cause I have, I mean, I got nine things pouring out of my brain at one time and it's like uh-oh <laughs>
4: So That's all good. Everything's okay, though.
1: That's great. I appreciate it. I'm so glad you called in. All right, here you go. Classic <laughs> trivia question. Who asked Jesus to remember him when he came into his kingdom?
4: It was the thief on the cross.
1: That is correct, Armando! <laughs> that is right, sir. That's awesome. That's uh, It's going to be in Luke 23, 42. <laughs> And of course, yes. we, we we won't get into. It, but boy, that throws a lot of other theologies out of out of out of sync. But so what? I mean, Jesus is like, dude, dude, you're there. We're going. Let's go. It's awesome. Awesome. Excellent job. Please call in anytime.
4: I definitely will. I enjoy listening to you
1: guys. Oh, thank you so much. Your sounds a great blessing, man.
4: Thank you, thank you. To God be the glory.
1: Amen, brother. Amen. I'm with you. Okay, I'll continue to listen. All right, thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, what a blessing, huh? That's I had so no nice.
3: idea he was calling, and I didn't even know. You know, he mentioned about the number thing a few weeks back. I didn't know who was going to call. I just did that because I didn't know if anyone else had trouble hearing when the he,
1: number. When he called you, did you pick it up? Did you notice him right away? I didn't. <laughs> See how we are. <laughs> that is just so cool. All right, what else are we doing? So that was a great job on there. Great job there. Wow, I just love stuff like this. Don't you love it? All right, great job. Okay, and all right, let's get into the text. I don't want you to lose your mind, so just follow along. Okay, here we go. Uh, Galatians chapter one. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a strong point here, and I I, I want to be careful doing. It. I don't want to create the arrogance, but I want you to understand something that's really important. This is kind of like how the theme of this whole uh, epistle to the the churches uh, in the area go when, when he wrote to the Galatians. It says this: This letter is from Paul, an apostle. Okay, Paul. Sometimes he will uh, open up a an epistle that way by saying his title. But this is what he says next. I was not appointed by any group or by human authority. My call is from Jesus Christ himself and from God the Father who raised Jesus from the dead. So when <laughs> when Paul enters into this place, I just I just want you to catch this. He this isn't In Philemon, it's always nice. Nice, nice, nice. Even in parts of 2 Corinthians, it's nice, right? He's nice, nice, nice. Here, he's nice, but firm. (laughs) He's like going, okay, I'm an apostle. I'm not appointed by any group or any human authority. In other words, it wasn't a governing body that said, do your stuff. It wasn't even the apostles before him who said he could be an apostle. It was Jesus Christ who said, you're mine. We're going to work. Let's go. And just to put all the things to the side, and there's no point in arguing with any of this, Paul's on his donkey, as Saul, on the road to Damascus, and then the Lord confronts him, and then the Lord blinds him and knocks him off his donkey and says, hey, you're going to follow me. There's just not a lot of free will here. It's so tr- if God blinded you and said, now we're going to go my way, you'd be like, okay. It'd be like the end of it. So he knows where he's coming from, and he's got no problem telling the, the this church. He's no problem, Galatia, telling them, hey, look, this is coming from the Lord. So he says, my call is from Jesus Christ, and I want to point something out to you. So is yours. I know. It doesn't. What do you mean, so is yours? It's critical to understand that the origin of your faith in the ministries— that are in partnership with Jesus Christ are appointed by Jesus Christ. We're not under the subjection of the world, which is a huge problem. I can tell you now, finishing my doctorate degree, that a huge problem in way too many seminaries is they're trying to figure out how to placate the world. That's why they don't say anything about transgender. Or they don't say anything about abortion. Or they don't say anything about general adultery. It's like, oh, that's fine. It's not fine. It's not okay. It's not okie-dokie with everybody. It's bad when they take truth and make it, like, uh, squish it down to the point where the light becomes darkness. And it's like, that's what happens when you connect it to the world. And we are not to the subjection of that. Now, there is wisdom in the multitude of counselors, don't get me wrong, but not if they're all godless counselors pointing you away from God. That's not what the Scripture is trying to communicate. The, the, the counselors have to be either uh, anointed of the Spirit, you know, d- directed or connected to Jesus in all these different ways. And my point in saying this is simply this. You, you have been called by Jesus Christ. What if, listen to this, what if the people around you, I don't care who they are, said, you're not a Christian. You, you you're no Christian. How would you respond? Is it your turn to respond and yield to family, or is it your turn to respond and stand up for the Lord? Want to talk to a Jewish guy who 43 years ago told his parents, I'm going to become a Christian, and I'm going to follow into ministry, and the family said, we're going to cut you off because you're not worth it, and you shouldn't be doing that? And the Christian, the young Christian lad said, I've been appointed by Jesus Christ. You don't have to like it. I'm following God. Get it? It's like, well, does that still happen today? Happened to me. I don't know. You're you're boasting. No, I'm explaining to you. And by the way, Paul said, if you're boasting, at least boast on the Lord. I, I, I'm explaining to you. This is what it could come to. Your authority, your calling, your your specifications is not under the examinations of others. It's under the obedience to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And you either get to step in or you ignore him and suffer the consequences. That's it. I don't want to – like, no. And Paul starts his epistle that way. This is, this is the first line. <laughs> do, you, do you see where he's going with this? You, you kind of feeling the – kind of feeling his drive here? It's like, my call is from Jesus Christ himself. I mean, it's really just like, okay done yeah drop the mic it's over get it all right well take a break and then come back you're listening to the david spoon experience right here on k 770 the True station here in texas short break we'll be back don't go anywhere What is the David Spoon experience? Verse twenty four in Mark five, it says Jesus went with him. Sometimes Jesus went there. Sometimes Jesus just spoke the word. Sometimes Jesus went there. It's all it happens in all different ways. I did Read this ridiculous thing from this one person who said, you know, Jesus, you know, healed you know every single person uh, in the entire uh, community and didn't charge anybody any money. This was, a, it was they were trying to make a political argument. And the fact of the matter is, he only healed one guy at the at the pool of Bethesda, and that was actually a hospital. <laughs> I was like, what? What do you guys read this stuff? Is like, you read this? So this is where you pull back from those kind of things, and you go, can we just keep it on track with the truth? It's just easier if you just tell the truth and keep it the way it is and not try and make it fit some kind of narrative. Here's this narrative issued by Scripture itself. Jesus tells Jairus, don't, don't, ignore what these people are saying. Don't be afraid. Take a stand. Now, I want you to, I'm going to read verse 37. you got to catch what Jesus does. It's amazing. He did not let anyone follow him in except for Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, uh, Jesus saw the commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why is all this commotion? Why all this wailing? The child's not dead but asleep. But they laughed at him. And he put them all out and took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said, Talitha Kaum. Talitha Kaum. And that means, little girl, I say unto you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. Remember the woman of the issue of the blood? Just 12 years of the issue of the blood. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this, and he told them to give her something to eat. Jesus was still ministering to this little girl, even though she was physically raised from the dead. He wanted to make sure she was taken care of. That's how Jesus is, Okay. But what I want you to get is Jesus and the disciples and the parents, so they're all there, right, because you got the parents there as well, right? And everybody's going, she's dead, she's dead, she's dead. And they're making fun of Jesus. What did Jesus do? Kicked them out. You know, for everybody that thinks that everything Jesus did was pull a flower out of his sleeve uh, like a magician and just smiled and uh, and gave everybody an air high five, that's not how it went. Okay. They laughed at Jesus, and he put them all out. He took the child's father and mother and disciples with him. What did he do? He cleared the air. <laughs> Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience, thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas, where that fill that you just heard is exactly what we were teaching about in the first half hour.
3: It always works like this. So Unplanned.
1: You're just It's like you can't understand how that, you know, Jennifer is like, like 200 plus fills. She doesn't alter him all the time because she has a job to do, So her job's not to, to to just facilitate for the show. And so she just flips him in there, flips in there, and whenever I'm teaching something, the same thing comes out of Phil. I just think, oh, that's just the Lord going, see, see. <laughs> I just. I love stuff like that. All right. right, uh, we're Like I said, we're going to pray for Noah. I'm going to wait for John. And uh, so we're going to get to that. I'm going to absolutely do uh, my best about uh, coordinating the time on that. In the meantime, we do have another trivia question. This is a good one. This is a good one. I will tell you real quickly because I'm going to have to give you the address because some of you are going to go, huh? Which is okay. You're not expected to know everything, but. The answer is going to be in 2 Kings 5. Which river was Naaman told to wash in to rid himself of the leprosy? Which, which river? That's the question. I think you know the answer. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David. At hemustincrease.org. Now, I do have uh, some jokes, and <clears throat> some of these are actually very funny. <laughs> not, I'm not saying they're funny. No, 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 no. They're very funny. Okay, ready? All right. Here we go. Al's, Al's one of Al's guesses, by the way, I just want to point that out, is he said, the Colorado— <laughs> Thank you, Al. (laughs) Thank, Thank you for that. All right, listen to this one. This is a great one. Ready? Joke number one. Ready? Here we go. The pastor was teaching a class of boys. His lesson was more like a sermon. The story was about Philip and the Ethiopian treasurer. Anxious to impress the boys with the joy of becoming a Christian, he asked, why did the eunuch go on his way rejoicing? One boy answered promptly, because Philip quit preaching. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen to this one. There's the preacher who kept bragging that all his sermons are well timed. The congregation keeps looking at their watches. <laughs> the congregation. Okay. All right. All right. Last one here. Uh, what do we learn from the story of uh, Eutychus, the young man who, while listening to the preaching of the Apostle Paul, fell asleep? After falling out the window, was taken up dead. What do we What do we learn? The member ministers should learn not to preach too long sermons. You get the theme that's going on here: too long sermons. Get that? Okay, these are not these are not there. <laughs> just, give me Give me one Give me one capsule or something. Here we go. Ready? All right. Uh Freddie, said the children's church teacher Can you tell me what we must do Before we can expect forgiveness of sins Yes, the boy replied We must sin
0: Help me, Jesus
1: Help me, Jewish God ah! Help me, Tom Cruise Alright, see, see That just didn't work out as well as I was hoping They were funny Leave it alone Alright, uh, let's send the person through Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to?
5: Hi, uh, David. This is Josh. Hi. How are you? Well, I'm okay. How are you? I'm
1: doing great. I'm so glad you called because we wanted yeah. to be able to pray with you, and so I'm just so so glad. Let me, let's do the trivia question because I I, I got to okay. get you through that, and then uh, then we'll get into some updates. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Which river was Naaman told to wash in to rid himself of of his leprosy.
5: That'd be the Jordan River.
1: That is correct, Armando! <laughs> right, you are! Uh, and it wasn't even a net nice of a river. It just was the river that he was told to do it in. And, you know, that's when he got all mad. So, said, aren't there nicer rivers? It's like, that was not the point, right? The point was to do what the prophet told him. So, Yeah, yeah. The- I,
5: You know, that, I thought it was Jordan, but I had to peek to <laughs> make sure because... Uh,
1: yeah, I have to do that yeah. all the time, by the way.
5: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's there. It's you know, and of course he said, uh, Damon said, hey, you know, what about our rivers, you know, and, no, nope, sorry, yep. it's got to be this river.
1: Right, and then I love that they said to him, you know, if he told you to do something hard, you'd be like, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, right, stuff. yeah. Was like, right, okay, it's like, okay, that tells you how much we think we need to earn it, right? <laughs> the little
5: girl said, hey, you know, Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's happening with Do Nola? It. Let's
1: get some updates on her and what's going on there so people can pray, and we're going to pray for her on the, on the air. So what's going on with Nola?
5: Well, um, the last uh, thing I heard was um, yesterday, when I told you as you know, that the parents were going to talk to the doctors yesterday, mm-hmm. and we haven't heard from Matthew, or son. So I, I really don't have any further news, right? you know, any current news other than um, just waiting to hear from them, and if they were able to talk with the doctor.
1: Okay, so you got to um, wait doctors, on doctors,
5: I guess. And okay. So
1: has no don't doing? know
5: which way to go. They're going on on uh, old way or the new way. Probably uh, better not say. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a guess, but uh, I don't know if they're going go to go the old bone marrow procedure or the new. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm just waiting. We're waiting to hear. Okay. Oh, I, wish, I wish I had more. <laughs> no, no, that's all right.
1: That's all right. You're not, it's not your responsibility. You're not. You're not the diag- You're not the priest of diagnoses. So don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about okay. that. Here's here's the thing. How is Nola do? How is she doing?
5: Well, she's good enough to where they left uh, Saint Jude's and went to Tampa because they were just kind of waiting around and like, well, let's uh, wait around. Let's just go back home to near Tampa, and so that's where they are and so hopefully that you know won't be a big deal to go back when whenever that time comes and uh, it looks like my son though he 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 may be the donor it looks like maybe it's getting closer to him being the donor so uh, then the anonymous person so uh, he's ready
0: all right
1: well let's (laughs) let's pray let's ask the Lord to, to give us grace and mercy in this situation for thank for you. the family, for Nola, for everybody, else, and for other people, we got my uh, grandsons like at the hospital now. He, but he 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 oh. he has his own room there, so don't. <laughs> it's not, oh. not it's not that surprising. It's the eastern wing, anyway. Uh, so well, that's, uh-huh. that's coming up. Bring it before the Lord and let's pray. Okay, Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. First, I thank you for our brother, and I just ask you to encourage him and to give him peace of mind because it's times like these, Lord. We're, it's like we're not sure where the footing is. We know we're supposed to trust you, but we're also supposed to do our best to be aware of what's happening. uh, But regardless, he he can't afford to take his eyes off of you at any point because you will help him through with wisdom, with grace, with mercy, with healing, and everything else. Thank you. Lord, we just ask you to bless Nola. What a sweetie. And we just ask you to pour your grace and your joy into her hearts. The parents are probably more stressed, Lord. I mean I know I would be mm-hmm. yeah. and just ask you, Lord, you'd bring a calmness to their minds and their hearts and all the family and that they would trust you that you are still in control even when they don't see the control. Mm-hmm. I pray that exact same thing for, for my Easton and for uh, my daughter yeah. and son-in-law. And we pray for all of these people that are going through just really tough times, for, for our brother Gary and for our sister yeah. Rosalind and for all these people that have gone through it. We're just asking for the grace of God to manifest. That's what we want, the grace of God to manifest that we, Lord God, might see the kingdom in action here as well as when we go to see you face to face we pray in the name and authority and compassion of jesus christ amen and amen amen,
2: <laughs>
1: amen brother. thank you that's
5: very uplifting prayer and very heartfelt and yeah you know, <clears throat> it kind of gets to me so i um I thank you and yeah. and when we find out something more uh I'll give you a call.
0: That'd so.
1: be that'd be great. That's the most important thing. I know it sounds bizarre, but updating becomes one of the it's the it's the one of the worst things the church does. But it's so helpful to know, hey, this is going on, this is going on, and people keep praying. That is helpful. So when you get it, don't hesitate, reach out to us and we'll be glad to bring it back up again. Okay? Okay. Thanks, David. All right. All right. God bless Have you. Have a bro. good one. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. All right. So what a great he's just a great guy.
3: Yeah, he is, and I'll talk to him a little bit. And he told me he didn't have an update, but I tell him we. Were you know, to it doesn't.
1: That's the If you had, your update is no update, that's okay. Yep. That is an update. See, that's because like, <laughs> I mean that's like oh, well, at least we know we're okay. We're gonna keep going. The update where we're is at. no update. Yeah, right. As long as it's something, right? Something is a little bit better. Okay. Uh, here's. Uh, I'm just gonna read the. T- I'm only gonna do this for a minute, and then we'll exit real quickly. So here. Uh, 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 Verse two in Galatians, it says, "All the brothers and sisters here join me in sending greetings to the churches of Galatia." Uh, I just like this text because of what just happened. All the churches in Galatia, all that area, the brothers and sisters all joined together. That's what we just did. That's exact. That's it. That right, right there. There it is. That's that's called doing the stuff, right? That's what we want to be like. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience. Right here on K.A.A.M. 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
2: This K.A.A.M. radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience?
5: What's happening is the churches and uh, educators and our government and everybody is too concerned about being politically correct and what's happened is the walls have fallen down and we need to rebuild them and we need to build them back and the only way we can do that is with god's people taking a stand
1: yeah that's that's exactly right and i will say especially in regards to political correctness it's just man's attempt to establish their own righteousness apart from god and that's why it has so much confusion attached to it that nobody can figure out what's going on because it goes all over the place
5: Well, the the only hope for America is is not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Uh, Our hope, my hope is in God and his people taking a stand uh, this coming uh, election season. And uh, let's get men and women in office. And again, I'm not telling people to vote for but we need to take a stand for God's truth
2: and his righteousness. Yeah,
1: that's fantastic. I just want to thank you and extend a thank you to you for taking the time to come on the show, sharing with us, giving us that perspective. I appreciate it, and it was a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. God bless. All right, God bless you, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Franklin Graham. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's Man 770, the truth station here in Texas. Okay, so far I like the way Galatians is going more than I did last time, so that's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we haven't gotten very far, two verses, but hey, hey progress. All right, here you go. You guys should get this. I'm not looking for you to give me a perfect answer, which is my nice way of saying, you know, come up with, you know, probably the first thing that comes to your mind is going to be the right thing. How did the city that Jonah was sent to preach to? How did the city that Jonah was sent to react to God's message of destruction? How did they react? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Plus you can text in or, or you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. We're going to send you up to the website real quickly so that you can know uh, uh, the different things that are on there. Don't forget the clues are on the website. Don't forget the ambassador stuff's on the website, but Aunt Deb's going to be going away for a little bit. So if you need any ambassador stuff, got to let her know kind of ahead of time because she's going away for a couple days. And then uh, praise reports and then money. And I'm not going to say this, you know, five times, but I will say five times money. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Check out org.
3: Prayer request?
1: HeMustIncrease.org
3: Praise report?
1: HeMustIncrease.org
3: Looking to give to this ministry?
5: HeMustIncrease.org
1: Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org (laughs) HeMustIncrease.org Okay, just reminding everybody that even though that sound was cute, that the clue for today, I'm just making sure everybody knows what the clue for today was, the flash going around the world. The Flash from DC Comics. The Flash going around the world. Don't tell me, oh, the new Flash is this, Everything I live in in comic books is in the 60s. So just leave it there. All right. Uh, if you know the answer, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us on the trivia question. Joanne and Cordelia got the pow-pow on this, but Eric was t- 10 seconds behind. That's pretty close. It was like, ooh, ooh. It was like, right there. Uh, we have our Galatians text, but before we get there, we will do our history. Let's go let's in the past. Let's go let's in the past. Okay. Uh, today, ready for this? World Poetry Day. Ready? Pretty good. You have not heard my famous poem because you're a little newer. Ready? Roses are red. Violets are bluish. If it wasn't for Jesus, you'd all be Jewish. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> That's what my mom told me.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, if I tell my wife this, we're going to have a problem because I'm trying to stay really strict on my diet. But today is National Crunchy Taco Day. Yum. Love. You don't need it though, Dave. Love. Don't need it. Uh, I can't eat it. Love. <laughs> Love. Uh, today is National Flower Day, another big uh, biggie for the wife. Yep, uh, so she, she got two of them going in. She got flowers and tacos. It's like, boy, oh boy, what a day! And then it's World Puppetry Day. Did, did you ever have like a puppet where you just like you know, puppet?
3: Um, no, but I do remember that. Those okay. puppets,
1: all right. <laughs> just, <laughs> Sorry to just remember gonna it. Just <laughs> leave that there. 1857 and a 100,000 people perished in an earthquake in Tokyo, Japan. I did not know that uh and then uh let's see 1980 jr ewing is shot in dallas leading to the catch- catchphrase who shot jr which is funny because the show is dallas and we're in texas and then finally, uh, 1999, in this day, the first circumnavigation uh, of the Earth by a hot air balloon, technically, going through the entire thing. It's so not, not really around the world in the 88 days or 80 days or whatever that was. Uh, now, when was that day? Uh, it, the, in a hot air balloon, somebody around the whole planet. I'm saying what year? 1999. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't go. I've been in a hot air balloon. I wouldn't go for more than five five minutes. Time! Over. <laughs> are we done? Great. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get back to the text. People are like, what is wrong with you? Everything. <laughs> there, that'll solve your question right there. Uh, how did the city of Jonah, uh, how did the city react to Jonah when he was sent? How did they react to God's message of destruction? If you think you know, 97244. Four, oh, I got to do this slower. Remember what D's dad said. Nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero or you can text in it doesn't cost anything to text that we know of i don't have your plan i don't know two one four two one zero eight four eight three and as well you can Send an email, david at he must org. Let me get back to the text. We are in verse 3, amazingly enough, of Galatians chapter 1. And this is great because of the what this says, which in some capacity should tell us that God is so in control that we maybe we miss that. Verse 3 says this. So somebody's calling in. So, whoa, you're going to get a spare. You're going to get spared because somebody's going to have a chance to answer a trivia question, and we're going to give them that chance because we always do. Uh, I do want to uh, say that Al added the best little caveat uh, on the answer to the trivia question, which I find is amazing. I'm double-checking to see if anybody else. Uh, oh, no, no, Joanne and Cordelia did the same thing. Good job. That's something, that's something that goes along with that, mentioning who all was involved in that. Are we ready for this or we're not ready for this? Let's see. You see how we stall? Okay. Okay. So a rabbi, a preacher, and a um, a rabbi, a preacher, and a priest all uh, walk into a bar, and they go, ouch. Because <laughs> they walked into a bar. All right, somebody's ready to send them all through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, uh, This is Crunchy Taco. <laughs> Hello, Crunchy Taco. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Oh, I could also
4: make a flower taco as well.
1: Yeah. A a, cr- a crunchy taco made out of flour. There you go. There, there, it is. Right, it is. There, it goes. Too good, right there. Oh goodness. All right, my friend. How did the city of Jonah uh, that he was sent to? How did they react to God's message of destruction?
4: Well, they 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 repented and they they put a sack cloth and they they prayed for three days and God. Is- God- Removed his wrath.
1: Correct, All right, now Joanne and Al and Eric all brought up a good point. Was it just the people that repented?
4: No, the king and beast and all the human beings.
1: That's right. Their entire existence, all their livestock, they repented. To. It's like, uh oh, we don't want to die. Let's get this right. So they all yeah. repented. See, that's what I hope happens for our country right there. That's, yeah. that, that, that we everybody wakes up tomorrow and goes, you know what? We need to repent. Just just have the spirit of mercy fall upon everybody, and everybody repents. Wouldn't that be wonderful?
3: But instead, they were trying to black out the sun.
1: Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. going to talk about that after this. Okay? Boy, so, so, so. All right, how you doing, brother? What's going on?
4: I'm doing good. good. Hey, I have a, a prayer request for one very dear friend of mine. He lives in Toronto. His truck got stolen last night oh. from his driveway. So he was quite upset and sad. So we need to pray that God will just help the police to find who stole it so he could have his truck back.
1: Right, what's his name?
4: Uh, his
1: name is Nasser.
4: N A R S I No, S I R N A.
1: S-I-R. Okay, I'm going to call him him. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. let's, God let's knows pray. him. Let's pray. <laughs> Father, we come before you right now. We just thank you for our brother Samson. Ask your complete blessing upon him. Just pour your favor into his mind and heart. He's, he's, he, he fights the fight, Lord, trying to find you. And you're there. You're right there with him. And you're teaching him and growing him and helping him. And now he's got a friend, Lord, in Toronto. You know all about the situation. You know all about, you know, the truck and the person being completely disadvantaged by having something stolen. Anytime we have something taken from us, Lord, it's it's hard. It's very personal. It's very uh, emotional. So we pray that by your grace, you would protect his friend, put your cover over him, make sure that he he doesn't, you know, over freak out, Lord. That's, I don't know any other way to say it to you, God. He doesn't just lose it, but instead, he maintains it and he knows that it's the grace of God that's keeping him steady that he might glorify you help him to rectify that situation be merciful to all involved but be just so that he can have his vehicle we pray in Jesus name amen mm-hmm. amen 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 brother all right well, well, we thank love you, you so very much all right God bless you bro
4: God bless you, and I I will remove all the crunchy taco from my shelf.
1: Okay, you need to do that. Okay, <laughs> right. Until later. thank you, brother, and shalom. Okay, bye bye. All right, now D brought up something, and I do want to make a comment on it. And, and so we 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 had mentioned it to me before the show started, and it's just these are the kind of things. <laughs> these these kind of things that it just I just I, sorry. So tell tell everybody. What you had mentioned to me the best you can, just kind of you continue. know,
3: they when you know we always make fun of people. They talk about climate change or something man made, you know. And I, I read a story. It came out a few weeks. It came out a few months ago actually. But um, scientists are saying, you know what? Since the Earth is, um, it, it, we're, we need to cool it down or something. So we, they propose that we that they block out the sun. And I was telling you, I said, when, when mankind go to that level, it reminded me of Sodom and Gomorrah. Like, when you go to that level of defying God, nothing good comes out of it.
1: Yeah. I think the idea of man blocking out the sun, I, I think—I just want to say this. So this was republished, so you can know, uh, in February, about February 23rd in Politico. And their idea oh, well, see? Is, yep. is, is is for them to uh, block out the sun. See? So you okay. see it. All right. So just listen, okay? ready, ready? All right, here you go ready Genesis 822 while the earth remains seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night shall not cease okay so <laughs> take all take all the stuff all the stuff well Dave we're stewards take all the stuff right and put it in this while the earth remains seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night shall not cease genesis 8:22 so you either believe the people or the creator perfect make a choice it's just it's not even that complex choose this day whom you will follow Wait, that was said by Joshua. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the True Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing...
1: That's no bull.
2: Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station.
1: Oops, sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. CowPunchSites.com dad. You
0: may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that, too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience?
1: Is because heaven is not some statue-esque place where people go there and then freeze. Wait, I'm in heaven. I'm standing. Nope, I can't sit. Wait, no, I'm in heaven. I'm sitting. No, wait, I can't stand. Where does that kind of concept of heaven come from? Well, is he standing or is he sitting? I'm going to go with he's doing both. He's standing on this one. He's sitting on this one. Over there, he could be doing a Scooby-Doo act. I don't know what he's doing. All I know is that heaven is not about frozen people that don't move. And if we don't get a better handle on what heaven is, we're gonna lose our communication of our hope to a hope that's based on 72 virgins, which guarantees you after 73 times, it's not the fun it was the 72 times. It's so ridiculous. And that's the hope we're not winning on? You have got to be kidding me.
0: The David Spoon Experience. If Jesus was Oh, welcome me.
1: back to the David it's Spoon experience. Thank you right for now. joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here's your last. I can't believe the show's almost over. Here's your last trivia question. This is a good one, too. I mean, I like this one. Okay. All right. What. Miracle was taking place when Jesus said to the disciples, what miracle was taking place when Jesus said to the disciples, it is I, be not afraid. It is I, be not afraid. What was happening, what miraculous happening was taking place at that moment. Okay, yeah, L getting get the pow-pow. Very nice, sir. Very nice, sir. John chapter 6 is going to be your reference point. What was going on at that moment? If you think you know, okay, or if you're just, you know, doing your best. 972-445-0770. Now, you can always guess. It could be wrong. You can guess, though. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not getting demerits or something. 214-210-8483, that is the text, and then david at hemustincrease.org. Okay? All right. Don't forget, in mid-April, we have our little uh, trip that we're going to be taking. We're trying to get everything kind of finalized, so just uh, be in prayer us as we're kind of like pulling that stuff together. Here's your uh, verse 3 and 4 out of Galatians. It says this. Uh, This is after Paul does the introduction. He says, May grace and peace be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 4, He died for our sins just as God our Father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. That is why all glory belongs to God through all the ages of eternity. Amen. Amen. So in his intro, after he kind of establishes himself, and then he reminds everybody, hey, kind of we're in this together, folks. Don't forget that. He also reminds them of this. And this is the theme of the whole letter. So I want you to understand why this is important. In verse 4, it says, He died for our sins just as God the Father planned. This was not a secondary plan. I know you're thinking, no, no, no. So God created Adam and Eve, never thought they'd sin, came up with a secondary plan. That's impossible if God is omniscient. It's impossible. God always had this. He didn't want man to sin, but he knew man would sin and already put in place the redemption for man. As a matter of fact, the passage says that Jesus was chosen before the foundation of the world. So before the earth was created, this plan is a part of things that are taking place. And so I want you to look at verse where He died for our sins just as God our Father planned. Well, it's part of the plan? Yes. In order to what? To rescue us from this present evil world. In order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. It is mind boggling to think that Christians want to get along with the world. It is mind boggling that they do not understand that friendship the, with the world puts you at at a disadvantage or at an enemy position with God. I mean, the world is opposed to God. Why are we placating them? It's like so weird. It's like these are the very ones who spit on you and mock you and laugh you. Oh, but I want to be so well liked. Why? <laughs> why? They don't have a heaven to put you in. You're not going into the Hall of Fame of Eternal Faith if you're if you're connected to them. It's like, why? Who cares? And I'm not saying that so the Christians would be arrogant. I do think that's the the wrong. Attitude. They take it and they go, ah, you know, kind of thing. It's like, that's not what it is. You want to reflect Jesus. Absolutely. But you're living for Him. And this is a part of the plan. God planned this in order to rescue us from this evil world. Because why? The world is evil. Why? Because when Adam and Eve were in the garden, they sinned and introduced sin into the world. And sin passed down from seed to seed to seed to seed. To seed. Yeah, this is like wow wait this is all part of a plan yeah in fact this is why god gets the glory because he's pulled us out rescued us you know what rescuing is i've i've mentioned this before i just love this word but the rescuing saved us this rescuing when when adam Shaw and i were on a boat in in uh canada I think I mentioned, it, and we went out in the boat. It was late, and uh, we uh, was, we didn't know what we were doing. We we're young kids, so oh, come on. And uh, we tipped the boat, and then we're out there, and it's getting dark. <laughs> nobody nobody really knows what's going on. We we're not overly concerned, although there's you know it starts to get dark, you get a little more concerned. I think, and then, then this counselors come over in a boat, get our boat, help us. Help us get out of the water, get us into safety, bring us home, tell us what what idiots we were. That was a separate issue. But the point is rescuing is like being out in the middle of the water having nothing and you're kind of like treading water and you're like not doing so great and somebody comes along with a boat and grabs you and pulls you inside the boat and rescues you. That's what God did. He rescued us from the evil world. I think. Well, why is it evil? Because sin entered it, and where sin is, Satan is. And this is like this is like ridiculous. You look at all these things that are going on. It's not even. There's no point in even getting into it. The corruption in all of the different societies is astronomical. No, there, there's, uh, there's good in man. No, Jesus said, if you're evil. That's what Jesus said. If you're evil, people go, basically there's good. No, basically there's evil with moments of good. And without redemption, those moments are fewer and farther between. And this is the problem. The problem is that man thinks he's good already without God. That's the problem. Because all of that is just self-centered lies.
3: It's like, wow.
1: Stay away from that. So Paul goes, may the grace and peace peace be yours from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, which tells you, by the way, that grace and peace are ours positionally and practically from the Father and from the Son. He died for our sins just as God the Father planned. Wait, it's part of a plan. In order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. That's why all the glory belongs to God through the ages of eternity. Amen. And that's why you don't fit in. That's why. That's why you're like going, what is wrong with these people? Because they're putting darkness for light and light for darkness, and you're looking at it going, that's insane. That's stupid. That's what you're thinking. And You might not say it. I think we said this really well the other day. Look, you don't want anybody to go to hell, but there are just some people in heaven you'd prefer not to see. I mean, it's just like, why is this? what's going on here? Where is this all this coming from? Where it's coming from is the seat of sin. And man thinking he's good enough, independent of God. Political correctness and woke and all that other stuff is nothing short of exactly what I said to Franklin Graham. It's nothing short of mankind trying to establish his own set of rules for righteousness and thereby denying the righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. Everything else is baloney what's that's broad no that's not that's actually it's very specific that's the problem every time man self justifies it's nothing but an insult to the redeeming work of Jesus Christ that's the fact right there that's the reality like wow yep what miracle had Jesus performed what was he doing when he said it is I be not afraid he was walking on the water without flippers didn't have a ski do didn't have one of those paddle boat things where he's you know standing up and doing the paddle boat thing.
3: he didn't need anyone to come rescue him
1: yeah no. no they needed rescuing hey that's a good illustration too right there good connection all right that's it that's our show That was fun it's always fun is not it all right You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the True Station here in Texas. Going to take a 22 and a half hour break, and then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spannerney. Talk to you then.
0: The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.